0: Money shaming and selling shame is just getting too prevalent anymore these days on social media with the coronavirus being such a major concern for people, and we need to talk about it. That is, if you're wanting to create more success in your business, more money, and of course that lifestyle that you're constantly dreaming about. So. I'm hearing more and more of my prospects and my private clients talking about this. And if you're growing your business too right now during this crisis, you'll want to listen in to today's episode. Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure, so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello, you fearlesspreneur. I hope you are really doing well. Your family is safe and you're staying home and you are killing it in your business. That would be awesome, right? So welcome to today's episode. You have an idea that we are talking about money shame. We're talking about selling shame. So There's all sorts of ways that entrepreneurs like us can actually sabotage or even kill our success when it comes to selling. For example, we leave called actions off of our marketing. We don't polish up our pitches, so we stammer and we stutter when when it's time to pitch to one of our prospects. Sometimes we hang on to clients who are really just not a good fit for us. They're really a poor fit for our business because we have a scarcity mindset thinking clients are hard to get. We even bury our heads in the sand with just about anything to prevent ourselves from standing up. Well, we stop asking for more. We are having trouble with our standards. I see so many entrepreneurs who are making excuses about standing out online saying got my air quotes up here. Oh that just doesn't feel right Sharon. (laughs) See these are just examples of how it is we are actually sabotaging our own success for making money in our business. So on the surface all of this seems rooted in fear right or some sort of inner knowing And hey, aren't all entrepreneurs afraid to actually promote and sell on some level? I mean, someone might reject us, right? Or maybe we think if we make a sale, we're taking money away from someone who really needs to feed their kids. Honestly, If you can't get past your fears of promoting or selling or what people will say about you, then you might as well say, you have a hobby instead of a business. Now, I know a lot is being said online these days on social media, for example, about it's not the right time to sell. And I'm going to be a smarty pants here, and I'm going to say, yes, that's true. Now, what do I mean here? listen first of all before I answer that I think the real issue is the real issue is marketing right now and promoting offers during a crisis people are saying it's insensitive I will flat out say absolutely no it's not and I'll get into the reasons in a minute now let's let's talk about the other part of the issue Should I be selling right now? No, you shouldn't. Can you believe I said that? (laughs) I know you're like going, what are you talking about, Sharon? Well, just listen. What you should be doing is changing your mindset and instead think about solving problems instead of selling. You see, it's all just a mindset switch. And let me get back to the marketing issue for a second. When you're intentionally out there in the world actively promoting what you have, you're keeping the economy moving. This is really an important distinction. All of this shaming going on with people on social media telling you that you're insensitive is a bunch of I'm calling it out for what it is. Don't ever listen to anyone. Don't ever let anyone shame you for growing your business. You see, it's a mindset switch. Most people see this from the wrong stance. Businesses are what create jobs. You'll see this on television. Um, This is a whole new way of marketing. I saw a commercial, for example, just a couple of days ago for Oreos talking about being playful and staying home while you eat your cookies with those you're quarantined with, right? So you see, even this company is changing the way they're marketing. Yet, they do continue to promote just like you should is it shameful that they created this commercial advertising to you to go out and spend your money on cookies I mean cookies you can do without cookies it's not a necessity right but they had to find a way to be sensitive to you to go out and spend your extra money on cookies just imagine what the economy would look like if people stopped buying cookies the whole business would just shut down and all of those employees would be out of work. Imagine the trickle-down effect. The trickle-down effect is the unemployed workers wouldn't be able to pay their bills. They wouldn't have money for groceries and they may end up being homeless. Now I've been homeless before and it's no cakewalk. So the truth is we as entrepreneurs, need to keep the economy moving. We need to stand proud that we are selling something. And we need to keep the economy moving. And if you have a business, it's your responsibility to promote and make offers every single day. There's zero shame in presenting offers and making money. So you can go out and buy Oreos for your kids or for you if you're an Oreo lover. Keeping the cookie companies in business for goodness sakes. (laughs) So you get on a call with a prospect. And they tell you, for example, that they don't have the money to pay for you, to pay for your services, right, to enroll in your digital course or to enroll in your, your one-on-one coaching program, whatever it is. You immediately believe them and you feel bad you get a belief in your mind that you'd be taking money away from their family, in this crisis after all, if you worked a little harder and you went through that objection part, right? You were going through the overcoming objection process. Let me tell you, if they wanted what you have to sell, they'd be more resourceful, for sure they'd find a way to get the money. There's no doubt in my mind, I've seen this before, in good times and in financially challenging times like these and other recessions in the past, people become very, very resourceful and manage to find the money they need for what they want. Remember, I've said this before, people don't buy what they need. They buy what they want. And this is your responsibility when you're promoting to actually... Find a way to tell people that they need what you have more now than ever. The truth is, these people that are telling you that they can't afford you are really saying this. And I've got my air quotes up here. I'm scared. Or maybe they're saying, I don't believe you. I don't believe that your product is the solution see this is what they're really saying and you need to be in tune with that this is really powerful if you can really get this so here's the thing you see it's it's really not about the price at all is it so you need to stop the money shaming it's not about the money We often go into our heads about the money shame, right? When we get too invested in believing the prospect's story instead of trying to ask more questions. See, this is what we have to do in sales because if you are in business, you're selling a product or a service, you are selling. You are a marketer. Maybe you don't want to look at it that way. That's fine. So many people are out there gritting their teeth when they're out there online marketing their business when they're out there marketing their products or services they're just hoping they're going to just say just the right thing and someone's just gonna magically reach out to them and buy what they have but all the while these people are just worried that they'll come off as insensitive right they're worried that maybe they shouldn't be promoting at all Likewise, the same is true when someone is having a sales conversation, money conversation, right? These are those sales conversations that you have when you're trying to get someone to see your product or your service as valuable. In order to feel better about our businesses, we need to first off stop allowing other people like the people on social media, to invade our minds and insert their thoughts into our minds by making us feel bad about having a business or promoting in a crisis. Yes, you know, you do need to learn to promote differently. And I've addressed this in my free Facebook group, the Six Figure Conscious Entrepreneur. We talk about this a lot. Um, I even did um, a master training on this and you can see that on the replay by joining the group. So here's the thing. You will have to be more sensitive and dropping your prices aren't what people need either. One of my clients ended March, just a week ago well I guess it's two weeks as we're listening to it by making thirty thousand dollars that's right people are actually out there spending money lots and lots of money and we need to stop focusing in on those people out there who have a scarcity mindset who aren't spending the money who are holding tight to their money yes there are some people who really can't afford what you have if they've been laid off I mean there's a lot of servers out there you know waiters and and uh, waitresses and bartenders who have lost their job we're talking about estheticians we're talking about masseuses all of those types of businesses and they don't have the money right now so we have to realize that when we're in business we have to be able to know that people have to have the money to pay you so when you're in business, we realize that we have to figure out a way to make our product or our services more attractive by being more relatable, right? This is important, but this is all just a mindset right we can talk about this so people are spending money right now we want those people we need to be focusing on those people not focusing in on the people that actually don't have the money I hope you're not one of these people that are that have a scarcity mindset for example thinking that no one is spending their money because they are especially while you're actually in an enrollment conversation or a sales conversation, if you are in that scarcity mindset, in that energy right away when you're getting on that call with someone, that's not going to help you make that sale. It's not going to help you make any money or enroll people into your product or your service. Listen, all of this goes a lot deeper than a simple, case of sales fear, for example, which can usually be resolved with a mindset shift most of the time. The problem problem often lies with an emotional um, issue, right? So some sort of an emotion that's drastically more toxic than fear, and this is shame. So there's a name for it. So in sales specifically, and remember when we're, we're all entrepreneurs here and we have a product or a service, we are in sales. So Frank Lee, he's a professional sales tra- trainer. He's a consultant, and he's actually the president of uh, Sales Academy Incorporated. Not only identified this particular, uh, it's kind of a peculiar Type of shame in um, like sales-driven industries. He calls this role rejection. So essentially, role rejection takes place when an entrepreneur experiences secret shame because of their need to sell. So here you are, you know that you have this need to sell. I have to make money, I have to make money, I have to make money, right? And we have this, this secret shame that we're slimy, right? We give it names like disingenuous, untrustworthy, selfish, up to no good, and, and sometimes con artists, right, or snake oil salesmen, right? So this is that role rejection. Honestly, sales-driven industries are actually particularly to blame for this You know, this instigating of this and promoting the shame in sales. We've seen this for years with car salesmen and and real estate agents, for example. In the sales industry, they come up with tactics like deflection, for example. No wonder the salesperson themselves actually have issues with sales. In their mind, they're thinking, I'm manipulative. Well, that doesn't feel good when you're, you're saying to yourself, I'm manipulative, right? This is so prevalent these days that they'll even rename themselves. Like we were talking before about um, certain industries having like a stigma attached to them. So now, um, like life insurance, for example, or financial, they have feel-good terms attached to them, like financial advisor estate planner. Uh, We even have uh, some changes in um, like the cemetery industry, for example. Simply, Simply by clothing their sales force with these terms, these deflective titles, they seem to be saying in so many words, that selling is bad. Selling is bad, and we have to rename ourselves to something, you know, that people feel easier, right? They feel lighter about. So as a result, Their own salespeople continue to hide the fact that they are, in fact, salespeople, that they're in sales. And then they, the salesperson, begin to feel shame associated with selling. So what's the root cause for all of this? There's been a lot of study on this. And as it turns out, this shame comes from the mindset of people who were brought up with some sort of financial distress as a child or a young adulthood or something like that. It stands to reason that someone who grew up in an environment where having enough money to handle like, basic needs, for example, was rare. See, this is something that I experience. This is something I've seen in my own private clients too. So when they don't have enough money, you know, they they have this mindset, you know, like they'll actually experience some amount of discomfort about asking others to spend money. This is always true. So it's their beliefs around money. They have like money blocks. And they think that there's, like, money doesn't grow on trees. That's what my mom used to say all the time. Don't spend your money in one, all, in, all in one place, right? Uh, Fool and their money are soon parted. So we have all of these. And you can think of those things, you know, that you always heard when you were a kid. We don't have enough money for that, right? Um, so you can think of all of those things. And those are money blocks. And right now, when so many people are laid off due to this pandemic, people are feeling bad for others, and they don't want to take their money. We see this, and so what we do is we stop promoting, we stop selling. We don't know how to actually put a call to action in our online promotions, right? We don't know how to overcome objections when we're feeling bad for somebody who just told you, I don't have the money. If you're in this position, then it's just natural that you'll either project your own concerns about money onto your prospects or your clients or in your social media posts, for example, or you might not even feel worthy of asking for more money than what you absolutely need to get by. So here's the conundrum. You can't generate revenue without selling, but you're either afraid or you're ashamed of selling. So what do you do then? You could implement the four steps that I'm about to share with you. Uh, These four steps actually overcome mental blocks and self-limiting beliefs about asking for money. So here we go. Step one. This is serious, guys. Surround yourself with high-level thinkers when it comes to money. You don't want to be hanging around with people who have a poor mindset because they're always going to be talking about their money issues, right? They're always going to be talking about how they don't have enough money. The sheer presence of other people who actually have pride in what they do, pride in selling, pride in charging retail prices instead of discount prices, will begin to change the mindset of the person who struggles with the shame. You see, this is how you are going to be able to adapt their own mindset. And so we've talked about how our mind, the, the studies of the mind is talking about how we can reprogram our mind, right? So this is something you can do so easily when you start hanging out with those types of thinkers. So step two, start soliciting testimonials from your happy clients. Make this a plan to do this week, next week, and the week after. The shame of selling will often prevent some entrepreneurs from following up with a client, or showing up online promoting. But by sharing the testimonial letters or conversations that you have in Messenger that you have from happy clients, it begins to reveal that clients are still happy even after the purchase. You see, this is a mindset hack to actually show you your own worth. So now let's go to step three. Are you ready? Step three is to educate yourself on the actual cost of doing your business. So this is the hard numbers. Having a business is serious business, guys. You know that. And it really bothers me when I see people talking about what is my low buy-in to a business, right? Okay, I get it. You want to start your business off with the least amount that you possibly can. It's smart. The thing is, is that we realize that there's going to be a certain amount of investing. We have to start realizing that there's a certain amount of investment that we have to have for our business, right? Some things are must-haves, some things are should-haves, right? Some things you can just live without. You can't say you have a business and just flounder about and not be responsible and share your solution with the world, right? Because you've got bills to pay, you've got children's mouths to feed, right? You've got children to clothe, and you have a purpose. You might even have a passion. You must look at all of the expenses and talk with yourself, literally reasoning with yourself that this is just the normal course of doing business. So now let's move on to step four. You've got to improve the quality of your service. If the quality of the work being delivered is not up to par, then implementing immediate changes to bring quality back up to par is it's critical. So fix quality, and you'll remove the natural shame of a poor job. This is where you have to up level your skill sometime. Now is the time, more than ever, to stand apart from your competition. And improving your service or adding bonuses or extras is a fantastic way of doing this. So, as you see, we are uh, often the cause for our own fears and mindset blocks. We listen to those people on social media who shame us. We can't help it. You know, when someone is criticizing you for what you're doing, you know, we do take that to heart. That's why I'm doing this podcast. We take on their scarcity mindset. We take on their beliefs and stop being the badass entrepreneur who's helping the economy and solving problems. We have to simply stop projecting stereotypes and stop allowing past life narratives to stand in the way of our own business growth. I've said this before. You started your business for a reason. So there's at least a shred of self-belief that you have that lives inside of you, right? Let those emotions lead the way instead of fear and self-limiting beliefs. Fear isn't paying your bills and neither is shame. And unnecessarily, shame is just too heavy of a burden which will always prevent your business from soaring. Issues like these are all in our mind and yet we see the financial impact it has on our lives and in our businesses. That's why I created the Sales and Confidence Mastery 6-Month Mastermind. You've heard me talk about it before, and if you're tired of letting your mind dictate what you do or don't do, or if you just need help with how to actually talk to your prospects online, or even just have a money conversation and close a deal, you've got to get in this program. We're going to be doing weekly trainings, live hot seats, where you actually get training with me. We'll have role play buddies, and even going into teaching you my very own daily shift, which is how I reach my goals and design my badass high-level mindset. I'll leave the link in the information so you can learn more in the show notes. Or if you'd like, you can just join my free Facebook group and get lots and lots of free training. I'm there every single day talking to the members. All right, my fellow entrepreneur, my fearless preneur, I'll chat with you next week. Until then, go out and be a rock star in your own business and sell your solutions to those who need it. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit FearlessPursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.